Welcome to the Confident Speaker Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly D. Parker, speaker, consultant, and self-proclaimed introvert who stumbled upon the cheat code to captivate audiences and command any room. Each week on this show, I'll share tips and tools to inspire you to communicate with power, charisma, and awaken your most confident self. Let's get started. Today's episode is brought to you by my Fierce and Fearless Speaking Academy. This is my high-level coaching intensive that teaches entrepreneurs and professionals how to conquer their fear of public speaking. You will learn how to present with confidence, captivate audiences, and command any room. If you're ready to learn the nuts and bolts of delivering an unforgettable keynote, workshop, or even virtual talk, contact me today at info at kellydparker.com. Hey there, this is episode 24 of the Confident Speaker Podcast, and I'm so, so glad that you carved out a little bit of time to hang out with me today. I hope that you are doing well. Today, I wanted to dive into something that I think a lot of us deal with in one way or another at some point in our lives, and it is the fear of public speaking. They say that this fear is really one of the most common things that human beings are afraid of. And it actually has a name. It's called glossophobia. Did you know that? It has a whole clinical definition. So the fear of public speaking, otherwise known as glossophobia for the super smart people in the house, is said to affect up to 75% of the population. So if you feel like you're somebody that gets a little bit nervous or even a whole lot of bit nervous before you have to speak publicly, you are certainly not alone. And we know that this idea of being afraid of public speaking, it can run the gamut, right? It can just be a slight nervousness, just even at the thought of having to get up in front of anybody and speak, or it can be a full on panic and fear when it comes to speaking. And so I'm of the mindset that if you have the right information and the right support, that you can still be a powerful, very effective speaker, even though you're dealing with some fear. But I believe in order to do that, we have to peel back the layers a little bit. I believe we have to go to a deeper level and say, but what are you really afraid of? Like, I know you might feel that you're afraid of public speaking and this fear might rise up in your heart and in your body when you're thinking about it or when you actually have to go on ahead and speak. But what are you really afraid of? And I think once we begin to pinpoint where the fear is coming from and what we're really afraid of, then we're in a better position to figure out how we need to move forward to be successful. So today I want to lay out five possible reasons that you're really afraid of public speaking. Y'all ready? I hope so. So number one, what could be a possible real reason why you're afraid of public speaking? Well, number one, it could be that you really care about doing a good job. Have you ever had an opportunity to speak, whether it's, I don't know, a keynote or a workshop or maybe some sort of interview of some sort and you're like, boy, oh boy, I have to nail this. Like, I want to really show up for not only myself, but my audience, or maybe I want to show up for my um, employer or whoever I'm representing as I'm speaking. And I really, really want to nail it. And 
that can cause fear if we don't redirect those feelings and those thoughts in a healthy way. So instead of feeling fearful, like, oh, I want to do a good job. I don't know. I don't know. How about this? If you prepared, trust that you will do a good job. How about that? It will take you just as much energy to be fearful about it. Oh, what if I don't do a good job to say, you know what? I've put in the work and I will do a good job. I know what I'm talking about. I will do a good job, period. And it might not be perfect, but if you've been hanging out with me, you already know we don't have to be perfect to be impactful. We don't have to be be perfect to make a difference. And so what if we reroute some of those feelings that are causing anxiety to say, I am going to do a good job because I've taken the steps in order to do so. Not only that, I would suggest getting in the habit of celebrating your success. And I think we don't do that enough. I'll speak for me. I don't do that enough. Why? Because I'm focused on what went wrong, what could go wrong. I don't do it enough because sometimes, to be honest with you, I'm looking at what other people are doing and comparing what I'm doing or could have done or can't do compared to what they're doing. And sometimes I have this narrative running through my head that I don't measure up. Ah, I messed up over here. Ah, what am I doing? Blah, 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 blah. And I believe that the reality is we bring that same mentality as we're preparing to speak when we're actually speaking and even looking back on times that we have spoken and we bring that mentality to the table. But is that the truth you want to cling to? Probably not. It's not. Is is it is it profitable? Is that helpful? So instead, what if we again reroute some of those thoughts to say, you know what? It wasn't perfect, but. I had a really strong start. I did a really good job of engaging the audience. My slides were very engaging in terms of I didn't load them up with text. I could tell that people were really engaging with me. I had the chat lit up. You fill in the blank, but I would encourage you instead of saying, oh, I don't know if I'm going to do a good job. Say I am going to do a good job because I put in the steps, I put in the work to prepare myself to do so. And not only that, after the fact, don't be afraid. In fact, a demand of yourself that after the fact, you're going to celebrate what went well. It's kind of like we naturally kind of gravitate towards what went wrong and oh, where I could have improved. But are you willing to discipline yourself to kind of make this new routing in your brain to say, you know what? When I speak, I have success. Yeah, I might not have total success, but when I open up my mouth to speak, I have success. Because it's true, you will have some sort of success when you open up your mouth to communicate to somebody else. Something about that is going to work. Something is. Facts, pure facts. So let that be the truth that you cling to instead of what if I don't do a good job? Do you see the difference? Like, do you see how you're going to show up in the space differently when you've already decided that you're going to do a great job and you've already purposed in your mind that you're going to have success? So now we're getting to the point where we're beginning to peel back the layers on the onion. So now it's not about, oh, I'm afraid. What I really was afraid of is that, oh, I'm not going to do a good job. But now I know I am because I put in the work. And not only that, I'm going to have success. Now, what is the second reason, the real reason that you might be afraid of public speaking? Well, reason number two is you might really care about what other people think. 
you might really, really, really care about what other people think. Now, I'll be honest with you. I, I am somebody that really, really struggles with that. For some reason, when I speak, I don't. That's probably like the only <laughs> time that I don't because I totally put it out of my mind. But in my regular life, that is something that I've really, really struggled with over the years in terms of looking for other people to validate me, looking for other people to give me permission to be great, looking for other people to give me a pat on the back and to assign value to me and tell me how I'm doing. Can I be honest with you? It's like being in jail. Truly. And so I want to ask you, as it relates to public speaking, is one of your fears that um, another person, even somebody in authority over you, anybody um, is not going to take too well to what happens? And I'll say that it's a valid fear. But but let me ask you this. How's it serving you? How's that working for you? How is being consumed with how other people are going to intake what you put out? How is it working for you? Is it helpful? Because here's the deal. That can be a very real valid fear. Like, oh, I don't know what people are going to think, yada, yada, yada. But it's not helping you in the moment. And so I want to introduce the idea of doing away with that thought pattern of not making that in the forefront of your thoughts as you're preparing or even speaking because it's a line of thinking that does not serve you. Once again, if you put in the work to prepare, you're like, look, I know my stuff. I am going to get up here and speak and communicate to the best of my ability. Then who cares what the people think? Because you've showed up as your full self doing the best that you possibly could. So the question is, is that going to be enough for you? Is that enough for you? So this is my challenge to us all to let that be enough for you. I think we all have to have a reckoning with ourselves to, to ask the question, when I speak, what is my goal? Is it to be perfect? Is it to impress folks? Or is it to connect in an authentic way? with some really, really good, powerful information that's going to move other folks forward, that's going to serve my audience. Now, do you want to serve your audience or do you want to impress your audience? So those are two different things. And so I think we have to sit with that. And so I would challenge your thought process to say, first and foremost, show up to serve your audience. Now, with that said, of course, you want to put your best foot forward. You want people to respect your credentials and all those sorts of things. But I would say if you're struggling with fear, don't let that be your driving motivation. Let your driving motivation be, I'm simply here to serve. And you all can think what you want to think, but I'm showing up as my full self and I'm taking full advantage of this moment. So that little shift can begin to minimize some of that fear in our heart. I mean, let's be real. Why, why should I really be afraid of what somebody else thinks? Easier said than done, I know, if that's something that you struggle with. But, but why? Why when we're all the same? We're all human beings. Even if so-and-so is the president of this or the CEO of that and they own this and they have all this influence and this and that and you want to make a good impression, that's fine. 
but don't be led by that. Be led by the fact, hey, I know my stuff and I'm showing up to serve at the highest possible level. And the beauty of it is you're going to make a much better impression trying to do that versus trying to impress. So what's another reason that you might be afraid of public speaking? Well, it could be because you're a human. It could be because you're a whole human being and it's a natural feeling and experience to be nervous, to feel a little bit anxious when you are sharing your ideas publicly. So we said in the beginning, it's it's said by researchers that up to 75% of human beings feel some sort of fear around public speaking. So I, I just kind of feel like we need to normalize the fact that you might be nervous. So if you feel guilty about being nervous, or if it makes you more nervous because you're nervous, because you feel like you shouldn't feel nervous and it's like this whole weird cycle, stop that. How about welcoming the feeling in and saying, hey, I'm a whole human being. It is natural. It is, hey, it's right for me to feel this way right now. And so I'm not going to beat myself up about it. And because I'm freeing myself to feel the feelings, now I can focus on something else. Because I'm not consumed with why am I feeling this way? Oh, I should feel more confident. I should feel blah, 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 blah. I'm not being caught up in how I feel. I'm accepting it. I'm welcoming it in so that I can focus on other stuff. Why? Because you have more important stuff to focus on. Did you know that? So think of it this way. If if I could tell you how to make a million dollars in a week, would you listen to what I have to say? Would you listen to what I have to say even if I tripped over some of my words? Would you listen to what I had to say even if I dropped out my papers on the floor and I lost my place a couple times? Would you listen to what I had to say even if I was visibly sweating or shaking or something like that? Yeah. You would, right? So all I'm trying to tell you is that sometimes we get so wrapped up in our fear that we think that we're the most important part of the equation and you're not. The most important part of the equation is getting a message across to your audience that will shift them and move them forward. So when we get wrapped up and kind of caught up in that fear, We don't have to. You can make another choice. You can say, I'm not going to focus on that. I'm going to focus on delivering a really um, poignant. Is that is that how you use that word poignant? I've I've never actually used it, but a a message that is really um, timely and really relevant to your audience. How about focusing on that versus focusing on you? See, when you give yourself freedom to be you, then you can move on to other stuff. Right. Then you can move on to crafting a message that is really going to draw your audience in. So I just want to reiterate, it's okay to be afraid. It's okay to be nervous. It's fine. Here's the thing. You're probably going to be nervous whether or not you give yourself permission to. In fact, you'll probably be more nervous the more you try to fight against what you're feeling. So why not accept it? Say, you know what? It is very vulnerable to get up here and start talking. 
it is a very, it feels like you're very exposed. It can feel very risky and our brain as humans is wired to help us avoid risky situations where we could get hurt or we could get harmed. And so it makes sense that you're going to have some fear around it, but you can work through it by refocusing your energy. So it's okay to be human. And if that's one of the reasons as you peel back the layers and you discover, wait, I'm, I'm afraid just because I'm, I'm me, I'm a human. It's part of how I'm wired in a way. And that's okay. So let's quickly review. What are some of the real reasons that you might be afraid of public speaking? It could be because you really care about doing a good job. It could be because you really care about what other people think in a way that is not serving you. Or it could be because you're just a human, right? You're just a human. So what about reason number four? What is another reason why you might be afraid of public speaking? Well, it could be because you're convinced it'll be just as bad as last time. You could be afraid because you're connecting the future to a prior event that you had that did not go well. And your brain is telling you, oh, if I do that thing again, it is going to be just like the last time or God forbid, it's going to be even worse. Here's what I would say to that. Whatever that experience might have been for you, whenever it was, I want you to know you are not the same person now as you were when that occurred. Why? Because you lived through that experience. So whatever occurred, it made you a little bit stronger. It made you a little bit wiser. There were some things that you learned from it. And if you didn't learn from it, figure out how to learn from it, right? Whatever you thought was a quote unquote mistake, it was actually a springboard for you to get better. So determine what, what can you, what did you, what should you learn from perhaps a situation that did not play out the way that you wanted it to. And understand this, if you get the right information, and we'll talk a little bit more about that in a moment, but if you get the right information and learn the right lessons from the past, that is not the only indication of what the future will be like. Just because you had a poor experience in the past does not mean you will have one in the future. So we spend a lot of time thinking about what could go wrong. But what if you started thinking about what could go right? Doesn't it take the same amount of energy to begin to think about what could go right? How you could impact other folks in a positive way by opening up your mouth? As speakers, and I'm still in this from Odell Bazell. Thank you. He said, we solve problems with our voice. So how about thinking about how you're going to solve other people's problems, how you're going to help them, serve them, move them forward in some sort of way with your voice versus what could go wrong. I would also challenge you on this. Think about that one specific thing that you are afraid of. Well, I'm afraid that I'm going to forget every single thing. I'm afraid that I'm going to have all these awkward silences. I'm afraid that whatever it might be, play that out to the end. 
meaning this. Okay, you're afraid that you're going to forget everything. What would happen if you forgot everything? What would happen? Would you like evaporate off the earth? Would you cease to exist? Would you, what would you do? I right, really, would you survive? Probably, right? So, okay. I'm concerned that I'm going to forget everything. I have trouble remembering my talking points, yada, yada, yada. Okay. First of all, realize even if that did happen, you would survive. You would be fine. You will live to see another day. Okay. So we're not doing um, heart surgery here. These are not matters of life and death, right? Two, what can I do to address my fear that I'm going to forget everything? Well, you can get out a good sticky note and put it to the side of the computer since, you know, as of the time of this recording, we're pretty much speaking virtually and it's going to have just some key words of the things that you really want to remember. So that now I kind of have a plan to deal with something that's worrying me so that it, if that begins to happen, I kind of know what I'm going to do. I have a strategy. And here's the other thing. Once you kind of know those big talking points, even if I'm talking and I forget my train of thought, my mind can be triggered by one of those main headline talking points. And it may or may not be the exact way that I meant to say it, but because the, the talking points and the note is keeping me on target, nobody else is really going to know because it's drawing me back to those main points that I'm talking about. Right? So Fill in the blank for yourself. What is it that I'm really afraid of? I'm afraid that if this one thing happens, I won't be able to survive. That's not true. You'll be fine. Okay. <laughs> but two, what can you do practically to begin to put something in place where you have a plan? Like, okay, if that starts to happen, this is what I'm going to do. Right. So again, as we begin to peel back those layers, now we can address some of our fears in a more effective way. Right. So get it out of your head that it's going to be just as bad as last time. Who says? Who says? Who says that? It can be even better than last time. Why are we even thinking about last time? You better be thinking about what you learned, how it made you better and keep it pushing. Period. Now, what is the final reason we're going to do five today? The real reason why you might be afraid of public speaking. Finally, you might be afraid of public speaking because you are not prepared. A few weeks ago, I posted on Instagram a quote, and I, I can't remember who the quote is from, but uh, it, it says to the effect, you know, the only, no, not the only, the best way to overcome stage fright or fear of public speaking or what have you is to know what you're talking about. So when you know your content really well, now you're able to focus on that, focus on your content versus your personal fear, right? But let's be honest. If we're honest, it takes more than knowing your talking points to deliver a really powerful presentation. There are certain skill sets that you need to master in terms of delivery, in terms of how to weave your ideas together, in terms of how to be clear and concise, 
in order to really make your presentation as effective as it could possibly be. Have you ever been in a situation where you're preparing as best you know how, but you still know something is missing? Like, yeah, I'm reading my notes. Yeah, I'm trying to, you know, talk out loud and all the things. But I still don't know how to take it to the next level because preparation has layers to it, right? And sometimes we have a knowledge gap, meaning there are certain things that we don't even know that we need to be doing in order to take it to the next level. So here's the thing. Once we learn these skill sets, once we learn some of these skills, we begin to move out of fear and into confidence. Why? Because competence leads to confidence. See, as it relates to public speaking, when we we begin to know exactly what to do and exactly how to do it, you can't help but to feel confident because you know what you're doing, right? So competence leads to confidence. And so it's purely a matter of mastering the skill set to leverage your nerves, leverage your anxiety, leverage all of those things into power and confidence. So if that's you, if you're the type of person, you're like, I want to be a better communicator, but to be honest with you, I don't know exactly how to get from point A to point B. Not only that, I can see the gap between where I am and where I want to be, how it's holding me back in my career, how it's holding me back within perhaps if you're a business owner and you know that you're just not speaking up as much as you'd like or when you are, it's just not as powerful as you envision. Your message is not as tight as you would like. It's not as memorable as you would like. If that's you and you're somebody that's like, you know what, I want to go to the next level in my ability to communicate a powerful message. I want to invite you to apply for my Fierce and Fearless customized coaching program. And here's what we do in this program. I teach you my top secret proprietary communications formulas. And with these formulas, you're going to be able to create and deliver a memorable message. With this memorable message, you're going to increase your credibility, whether you're in the workplace, in the marketplace, wherever you are. Not only that, you're going to put yourself to increase cash flow. Either, you know, perhaps it's your salary, you're positioning yourself for um, positions of leadership and promotions because you're a strong communicator, or if you're owning a business. And now because you have this memorable message that sets you apart in the marketplace, you're getting more leads, you're getting more clients, and you're attaining a higher level of success. Why? Because you know exactly how to be a better communicator, right? So how do we do this in this program? There's essentially three steps that we take, right? So the first step is to assess. We want to figure out where you are personally, right? And what are those key areas that you need to improve upon to be a better communicator, right? Because of course you could go out here and buy a book, right? But the book is not tailored to you, right? The book is not a rundown of what you personally need to focus on to be able to be a powerful charismatic communicator, right? So we're going to assess. And then after that, we're going to address. So everything that we see that we kind of need to to, um, improve upon, we're going to 
put in an, an action plan in place with practical um, tips, strategies, and formulas for you to begin to implement to go to that next level. So we're going to assess, we're going to address, and then finally, we're going to implement, right? Because this is not some sort of spectator sport, right? We learn to communicate powerfully by communicating, by actually putting the principles into practice. And then finally, a fourth step is we evaluate, right? So we implement, we practice, and then we begin to step back and say, you know what? This is what went well. This is what didn't, right? This is where we still need to fine tune, right? So this is a program for those that want to go to the next level and their ability to communicate and their ability to tell stories and their ability to connect on a whole nother level. So if that's you, I want to invite you to apply. If you want to apply, just go ahead and shoot me an email at info at kellydparker.com and we will get you set up, all right? So I wanna be able to circle back around to just kinda hit on everything that we discussed today. If you feel like you're afraid to get up in front of a crowd and speak, you're not alone, but we wanna peel back the onion. We wanna go a little bit deeper and say, but why? Why are you afraid? What are you afraid of? Here's some possibilities. Number one, it could be because you really care about doing a good job. And if that's you, just decide that you're going to do a good job because you're prepared and begin to celebrate your success. It could be number two, because you really care about what other people think. And it might be time to hang that up. That might not be working for you in this season of life, right? It could be because you're human, right? It's not unusual for a human being to feel fear. So lean into it and know, you know what? I'm not going to focus on my fear. I'm going to accept it, but I'm going to focus on creating really, really powerful content that connects. You might be afraid because you're convinced that if you get up and speak, it's going to be just as bad as the last time. It's going to be horrible, but only you have the power to shift that narrative. And what if you begin begin to think about what's going to go right instead of what could go wrong? And finally, you might be afraid because you're not quite as prepared and you don't have a clear plan about what to do and how to do it. So thanks for spending some time with me today. I hope that you've gotten a little bit of clarity about fear around public speaking and have some practical ways to address it. Thanks for listening to the Confident Speaker Podcast. If you found this content valuable, Make sure you subscribe and leave a review to help others join the Confident Speaker family. Thanks again and see you next time.